0: 19. On remedies under each head or classification, tinctures, very uniform and reliable tinctures may be made of most indigenous plants, by procuring the part to be employed, at the proper season, while it is green and fresh, bruising it well, and covering it with good strong whiskey, or with alcohol diluted with one part of water to three of alcohol, corking tightly, and letting it stand about 14 days, when the tincture may be filtered or poured off from the drugs and will be ready for use. Prepared in this imperfect manner, they will be found to be much more reliable than any of the fluid extracts found in the drug stores. An excess of the crude drug should be used in preparing the tincture to ensure a perfect saturation of the alcohol with its active principles. HOMOEOPADHIC Tinctures The tinctures prepared by several of the German and French pharmaceutists, and called by them, Mother Tinctures, to distinguish them from the dilutions made therefrom we have found to be very reliable, so much superior to any similar preparations made in this country that we purchase from them all we use of pulsatilla, Staphizagria, drossera and several others, they are prepared with great care from the green, crude material, and although high in price, when compared with other tinctures, yet the greater certainty of action which we secure in our prescriptions by their employment more than repays for the expense and trouble in procuring them, for of what account is expense to the true physician when life may depend upon the virtue of the agent he employs, infusions, these are generally made by adding one half ounce of the crude medicine to a pint of water, which should be closely covered, kept warm, and used as directed, flowers, leaves, barks, and roots become impaired by age, and it is necessary to increase or diminish the dose according to the strength of the article employed, D.A.C.O.C.D. The difference between a decoction and an infusion island that the plant or substance is boiled in the production of the former, in order to obtain its soluble, medicinal qualities, cover the vessel containing the ingredients, thus confining the vapor, and shutting out the atmospheric air which sometimes impairs the active principles and their medicinal qualities. The ordinary mode of preparing a decoction is to use one ounce of the plant, root, bark, flower, or substance to a pint of water. The dose internally varies from a tablespoonful to a one-ounce. Alteratives. Alteratives are a class of medicines which in some inexplicable manner, gradually change certain morbid actions of the system, and establish a healthy condition instead. They stimulate the vital processes to a renewed activity, and arouse the excretory organs to remove matter which ought to be eliminated. They facilitate the action of the secretory glands, tone them up, and give a new impulse to their operations so that they can more expeditiously rid the system of worn-out and defeat materials. In this way they alter, correct, and purify the fluids, tone up the organs, and re-establish their healthy functions. Alteratives may possess tonic, laxative, stimulant, or diuretic properties all combined in one agent, or we may combine several alteratives, each having only one of these properties in one remedy. We propose to enumerate only a few alteratives and give the doses which are usually prescribed, the list which we employ in our practice is very extensive, but it cannot be made available for domestic use, mandrite podophyllum peltatum, also called mayapple, is a most valuable alternative, the root is the part used, dose of decoption, one due to two teaspoonfuls, of tincture, six to eight drops, of fluid extract, three to five drops, of its active principle, podophyllum, one twelfth to one eighth of a grain, Pokewhiteolaeacanthera also called skokie garget or pigeonberry is a valuable alternative the root is the part used dose of decoption, 1 to 3 teaspoonfuls of fluid extract 3 to 10 drops of concentrated principle Phytolacin, one fourth to to 1 grain yellow dock rue crispus the part used is the root dose of the infusion 1 to 3 fluid ounces three times daily a fluid extract 10 to 30 drops of tincture twenty to forty drops. Tag alder alnus rubra. This is otherwise known as the smooth, common, or swamp alder. The bark is the part used. It is excellent in scrofula, syphilis, cutaneous, and all blood diseases. Dose of decoction one or two tablespoonfuls from three to five times daily. Of tincture one or two teaspoonfuls. of fluid extract one half to a one teaspoonful of concentrated principle. Elmwin one half to a one grain. Black C-O-H-O-S-H necrotis or simisifugoracimosi the part used is the root. Its other common names are black snake root, or squaw root. Black cohosh is an alterative stimulant, nervine, diaphoretic tonic, and a cerebrospinal stimulant. It is a full remedy. Dose of decoction: one-fourth to one ounce, of tincture. 10 to 15 drops, of fluid extract. 5 to 10 drops, of the concentrated principle, macrotin. 1 8 to a 1 half grain. Blood root sanguinary is also known as red cocoon, the part used is the root, in minute doses blood root is a valuable alterative, acting upon the biliary secretion and improving the circulation and digestion, dose of powdered root, 1 to a 1 half grain, of tincture, 1 due to drops, of the fluid extract, 1 half to a 1 drop, when given in a fluid form it should be well diluted, per doc team lapa. The root is the part used, burdock is a valuable alterative in diseases of the blood. Dose of tincture, from 1 teaspoonful to a tablespoonful 20 minutes before meals, of fluid extract, 1 due to teaspoonfuls, blue flag iris versicolor. The part used is the root, dose of the tincture, 5 to 10 drops, of fluid extract, 3 to 10 drops, of concentrated principle, iridin, 1 half to 2 grains, sweet elder sambucus canadensis, Sweet elder flowers are a valuable alterative, diuretic, mucus and glandular stimulant, excellent in eruptive, cutaneous, and scrofulous diseases of children. An infusion, fluid extract, or syrup, may be used in connection with the golden medical discovery. Both will be found valuable for cleansing the blood and stimulating the functions to a healthy condition. Dose of the infusion of the flowers, from one half to one ounce, if freely taken will operate as a laxative, a fluid extract, one-fourth to a one-half teaspoonful, the flowers, or inner bark of the root, simmered in fresh butter, make a good ointment for most cutaneous affections. Iodine, this agent, in the several forms of iodide of potassium, iodide of ammonium, iodide of iron, and iodide of lime, is largely employed by physicians, and often with most happy results, but for domestic use we cannot advise its employment as it is liable to injure the invalid, when its action is carried too far, which is apt to be the case, when not administered under the supervision of a competent physician, mercury, the various preparations of mercury had a profound, alterative effect upon the system, when taken for some time, they change the quality and composition of the blood, cause a diminution in the number of red blood corpuscles, and an increase in the various effete materials. In the vast majority of cases we prefer the vegetable alteratives, but in rare instances they exert a beneficial influence. In small doses, none of the preparations of mercury should be taken internally without the advice of a skillful physician. Therefore, we shall not give their doses. The compounding of alteratives, the efficacy of this class of remedies can be greatly increased by properly combining several of them into one compound. This requires a knowledge of pharmaceutical chemistry, i.e. the preparation of compounds founded on the chemical relation and action of their several remedial, active principles. Many practitioners make combinations of remedies which neutralize each other's influence, instead of extending their efficacy and curative power. Dr. Pierce's, Golden Medical Discovery, or Alterative Extract, this compound is a highly nutritive and tonic preparation combining the remedial properties of the best vegetable alteratives at present known to the medical profession, in perfecting this alterative compound, and likewise other standard preparations of medicine, we have made an outlay of many thousand dollars for chemical apparatus, and special machinery by the aid of which these remedies have been brought to their present perfection, great pains are taken to obtain the materials at the right season of the year, properly cured so that none of their remedial qualities may be impaired, we Therefore, can with great confidence recommend Drive Pierce's Golden Medical Discovery as one of the best preparations of the alterative class. Like all others of this type, its action is insensible, producing gradual changes, arousing the excretory glands to remove morbid materials, and at the same time toming the secretory organs. The manufacture of this compound is under the special supervision of a competent chemist and pharmacist and it is now put up in bottles wrapped with full directions for its use. We can confidently recommend this compound whenever an alterative is required to cleanse the blood, tone the system, increase its nutrition, and establish a healthy condition. For these reasons we shall often advise its employment. Dr. Pierce's Pleasant Purgative Pellets These pellets combine the pure, concentrated, active principles of several vegetable alteratives and the result island that within the small compass of a few grains he has most happily blended and chemically condensed these properties so that their action upon the animal economy is sanative and universal. They awaken the latent powers, quicken the tardy functions, check morbid deposits, dissolve hard concretions, remove obstructions, promote depuration, harmonize and restore the functions, equalize the circulation, and encourage the action of the nervous system, they stimulate the glands increase the peristaltic movement of the intestines, foam the nutritive processes, while aiding in evacuating the bowels. All this they accomplish without corroding the tissues or vitiating the fluids. Their assistance is genial, helping the system to expel worn-out materials, which would become noxious if retained. Having expended their remedial powers upon the various functions of the body, they are themselves expelled along with other waste matter, leaving behind them no traces of irritation. This cannot be said of mercurials, or of other harsh, mineral alteratives. These pellets may be safely employed when the system is feeble, frail, and delicate. By giving them in less quantities, doses and alterative, only one or two pellets should be taken daily. Alkalies. Alkalies. These constitute an important list of remedial agents, their administration being frequently indicated. The employment of other medicines frequently should be preceded by the administration of an agent of this class, to neutralize excessive acidity in the stomach and bowels. Unless this be done, many medicines will fail to produce their specific effects. Sulfite of soda sulfides, the salt, as well as the hyposulfite of soda, is not only generally preferable for administration on account of its unarytating character and the smallness of the dose required. But also because it is a valuable antiseptic agent. The sulfite should not be confounded with the sulfate of soda glauber salt. Dose this is from 3 to 10 grains. S.A.L.E.R.A.D.U.S. potassium bicarbonate. This is a favorite domestic antacid. Dose 5 to 15 grains is the amount. Acids. As alkalis are important and often indicated as remedial agents. Acids. So they're reagents. Acids are also frequently necessary to meet opposite conditions of the fluids of the system. HYDROCHLORICORMURIADIC acid This agent may be administered in doses of from 5 to 10 drops, largely diluted in water or gruel. Aromatic SULPHURIC acid, or elixir of nitriol, is the most agreeable form of sulfuric acid for administration, and may be given in doses of from 5 to 15 drops, largely diluted with water. In taking acids, they should be set through a straw, and not allowed to come in contact with the teeth, as otherwise the latter organs will be injured by their effects, or should the acid come in contact with the teeth. The mouth should be immediately rinsed with a solution of celeridus or soda, to neutralize the acid. Anodynes Anodynes are those medicines which relieve pain by blinding the sensibility of the nerves, or of the brain, so that it does not appreciate the morbid sensation. An anodyne may be a stimulant in one dose, and a narcotic in a larger one. The properties of different anodyne agents vary. Consequently they produce unlike effects. The size of the dose required, differs according to circumstances and condition. An adult, suffering acute pain, requires a much larger dose to produce an anodyne effect than one who is a chronic sufferer. An individual accustomed to the use of anodynes, requires a much larger dose to procure relief than one who is not. Doses may be repeated until their characteristic effects are produced. After an interval of 30 or 40 minutes, when the stomach is very sensitive and will not tolerate their internal administration, one sixth of a grain of morphia can be inserted beneath the skin by means of a hypodermic syringe. Relief is more quickly experienced and the anodyne effect is much more lasting than when taken into the stomach. Opium papa for somniferum. Opium is a stimulant, anodyne, or narcotic according to the size of the dose administered. Dose of the dry powder, one-fourth to a one grain, of tincture laudanum, five to fifteen drops, of cantharated tincture paragoric, one-half to a one teaspoonful, of morphine, one-eighth to a one-fourth grain, of Dover's powder, three to five grains, H.Y.O.S.C.Y.A. Amuseos niger, commonly known as handane. The herb is used, it is a powerful narcotic, and in like opium, does not constipate the bowels, but possesses a laxative tendency. Therefore, it may be employed as an anodyne for allaying pain, calming the mind, inducing sleep and arresting spasms, when opiates are inadmissible. Dose of alcoholic extract, one-half to two grains, of fluid extract, five to ten drops, of the concentrated principle. one 12 to one-fourth of a grain. Poison Hamlot conium maculatum. The leaves are the parts used. Poison parsley, as it is sometimes called, is an anodyne, narcotic, and an excellent alterative, dose of fluid extract, two to six drops, of solid extract, one fourth to a one half grain, the atrope the ladonna or deadly nightshade, the herb or leaves are a valuable agent, in overdoses, it is an energetic, narcotic poison, in medicinal doses it is anodyne, antispasmodic, diaphoretic and diuretic, it is excellent in neuralgia, epilepsy, mania, amauruses, whooping cough, stricture, rigidity of the os uteride, and is supposed by some to be a prophylactic or preventive of scarlet fever, its influence upon the nerve centers is remarkable, it relaxes the blood vessels on the surface of the body and induces capillary congestion, redness of the eye, scarlet appearance of the face, tongue, and body, dose of fluid extract, one half to a one drop, of tincture, one due to drops, of concentrated principle, atropin, 1 30th to 116th 16th of a grain, of the alkaloid, atropia, one sixtieth of a grain, even the most skillful chemists are very cautious in compounding these latter active principles, and the danger of an overdose is great, camphor, this drug is an anodyne, stimulant, and diaphoretic and, in large doses, a narcotic and an irritant, it is an excellent stimulant for liniments, dose of the powder, 1 to 5 grains, of the tincture, 10 to 20 drops, given in simple syrup, hops humulus lupulus. this is an excellent remedy in wakefulness, and may be used when opium is contraindicated, a bag of the leaves, moistened with whiskey and placed as a pillow under the head, acts as an anodyne, dose of the infusion of the leaves, from 1 to 4 ounces, of the fluid extract, 1 fourth to 3 fourths of a teaspoonful, of the concentrated principle, humulane. 1 to 3 grains. Dr. Pierce's compound extract of smartweed. This anodyne compound is made by uniting several of the most valuable agents of this class, and its medicinal qualities are rendered still more efficacious by the addition of certain stimulating articles. It is free from narcotic properties which are liable to produce deleterious results, and has been found to be not only harmless in its action, but very genial and effectual with all and most reliable as a stimulant and diatheratic remedy. Andhelminic means, against a worm, and is a term employed to designate those medicines which destroy or expel worms. It means the same as vermifuge. Little is understood concerning the origin of worms. There are five distinct varieties described by authors as being more common than others. There is the long worm, the short, or pin worm, the thread worm, the tape worm, and the broad tapeworm peculiar to some countries of Europe. Irritation of the alimentary canal, from whatever cause, usually produces an abundant secretion of mucus, which is thought to be a condition favorable for their production. Therefore, those medicines which remove the cause of this irritation tend to diminish the number, if not to entirely destroy the worms. Some medicines kill the worms; others expel them alive. The remedies which successfully remove one kind of worm have little effect upon another and to meet these different conditions, we have a variety of worm-destroying medicines. The pinworm, inhabits the rectum, and may be destroyed by injecting into it a strong solution of salt, or decoction of aloes, and when it is allowed to pass away, the rectum should be anointed with vaseline, butter, or lard. The eggs of this worm are developed around the orifice of the large intestine, and when this latter precaution is not practiced every time there is a passage from the bowels, They will multiply as rapidly as they can be destroyed. Generally, vermifuge remedies should be taken when the stomach is empty, and should be followed by the administration of a cathartic in two hours after the last dose is administered. Essay This is decidedly the most reliable antihelminic known to the medical profession. It is deservedly a popular remedy for worms, and when combined with podophyllin, is very efficacious in removing the pinworm. Dose for an adult. Two to three grains of the powdered santomen, repeated every three hours until four or five doses are taken. When it should be followed by a cathartic. Sage, Salvia officinalis. Sage is a common and excellent domestic remedy for worms. Make an infusion of sage and senna leaves and drink freely until it acts as a cathartic. Pink root, Digitalia marilandica. Pink root is one of the most active and certain anthelmintics for children. It is indigenous to the United States. When taken in large quantities it is apt to purge, give rise to vertigo, dimness of vision, and even to convulsions, therefore, it should be combined with some cathartic, dose of the infusion, 1 ounce at night, followed by physic in the morning, common salt chloride of sodium, common table salt is an antihelminic, and may be used in an emergency, salt water is a very common domestic remedy for worms, dose in solution, 1 quarter to a 1 half teaspoonful, B.A. L.M. O. N. E. K. L. G. This is also tonic and anthelmintic, and is valuable in debility, dyspepsia, jaundice, and hepatic affections. It also is known as head. Dose of the infusion, 1-2 ounces, of the concentrated principle. Kalanin: from half to a one grain. Male fern aspedium filix moss. Male fern is the anthelmintic which is considered especially effectual in removing the tapeworm. Dose of the powder, 1-2 drams, given morning and evening in syrup followed by a brisk cathartic. The dose of the tincture of the buds and ether is from 8 to 30 drops. Poplar populus is tremuloids. The white or aspen poplar is a common tree, and contains active principles termed populin and salicin, both of which are tonic. An infusion of the bark is a remedy for worms. Dose of the tea made from the bark, 1 to 4 ounces, of populin, from 1 half to 2 grains, A. and E. I. P. are It is well understood that malarial diseases are characterized by a periodicity which indicates their nature. Antiperiodics prevent the recurrence of the periodic manifestations, and hence their name. Quinine sulfate of quinia. Quinine is a tonic, fibrifuge, and antiperiodic. It should generally be administered during the intervals between the febrile paroxysms. It is beneficial also in all diseases accompanied by debility. The dose varies from 1 to 6 grains according to indications. Frequently, it is given in much larger quantities, but we cannot advise such for domestic use. Prussian blue fairy ferrocyanidome. Ferrocyanide of iron is an excellent tonic and antiperiodic remedy, and often is combined with quinine. Dose from 2 to 5 grains. Bones at eupatorium perfoliatum, Or thoroughwort. Basistonic. Diaphoretic. Aperient. And possesses some antiperiodic properties. The warm infusion is emetic. Dose of the infusion. 1 to 4 ounces, of the fluid extract, from half to 1 teaspoonful, of the active principle, upitorium, 1 to 3 grains, the golden medical discovery, has gained an enviable reputation in malarial districts for the cure of ague, from observing its action in the cure of this and other miasmatic diseases, and knowing its composition, we are thoroughly satisfied that it contains chemical properties which neutralize and destroy the miasmatic or ague poison which is in the system, and, at the same time, produces a rapid excretion of the neutralized poisons. One strong proof of this is found in the fact that persons who are cured with it are not so liable to a relapse as those in whom the chills are broken with quinine or other agents. No bad effects are experienced after an attack of ague which has been cured with the golden medical discovery. This cannot be said of quinine, Peruvian bark, arsenic, and mercurials. Which comprise nearly the whole list of remedies usually resorted to by physicians for arresting ague. The golden medical discovery not only has the merit of being a certain antidote for miasmatic diseases, but is pleasant to the taste. A matter of no small importance, especially when administered to children to break the chills. This medicine should be taken in doses of four teaspoonfuls three times a day. And if this treatment pursued for three days does not entirely arrest the chills, these doses may be repeated in alternation with five grain doses of quinine for the three succeeding days. But in no case should more than this amount of the golden medical discovery be given. Antiseptics and disinfectants. Antiseptics prevent, while disinfectants arrest putrefaction. Oxygen is a natural disinfectant, but a powerful insider of change. Although this element is the cause of animal and vegetable decay, yet oxidation is the grand process by which the earth, air, and C are purified. A few substances are both antiseptic and disinfectant. Heat up to a temperature of 140 degrees, Fahrenheit, promotes putrescence, but above that point, is a dryer or disorganizer, and destroys the source of infection. Yeast servigi fermentum. Yeast is an antiseptic, and is effective in all diseases in which there is threatened putridity. Used externally, it is often combined with elm bark and charcoal, and applied to ulcers in which there is a tendency to vangrim, dose one tablespoonful in wine or porter, once in two or three hours, CREASODE, this is a powerful antiseptic, it is used in a solution of glycerin, oil, water, or syrup, dose one due to drops, largely diluted, Carbolic acid is a crystalline substance resembling creosote in its properties, it is an antiseptic, and is used both internally and externally dose one fourth to a one half drop of the melted crystals very largely diluted externally in solution one to five grains of the crystals to a one ounce of the solvent white vitrioles zinc white vitriol is a valuable disinfectant as it will arrest mortification in solution it is employed in ulcers and cancers and also as a gargle in putrid sore throat dose one half to two grains in a pill in solution one to ten grains in an ounce of water permanganate of potash potassi permanganase. The substance is an energetic deodorizer and disinfectant. A solution containing from 1 to 20 grains in an ounce of water is used as a lotion for foul ulcers. Dose 1 8 to 1 fourth of a grain. Wild indigo baptisia tinctoria. The root is the part used. This plant possesses valuable antiseptic properties. It is an excellent lotion for real conditioned ulcers. Malignant sore throat. Nursing sore mouth. syphilitic ophthalmia etc., it is sometimes administered in scarlet and typhus fevers, and in all diseases in which there is a tendency to putrescence, dose of the infusion, one-fourth to one-half ounce, of the fluid extract, from three to ten drops, and of the concentrated, active principle of the plant, baptism, from one to two grains, antispasmodics, antispasmodics are a class of remedies which relieve cramps, convulsions, and spasms and are closely allied to nerve lines. Indeed some authors class them together. The following are a few of the most important antispasmodics. ASSA FEIDA ASA This is a powerful antispasmodic. It is employed in hysteria, hypochondria, convulsions, and spasms. When unaccompanied accompanied by inflammation dose of the gum or powder from 3 to 10 grains, usually administered in the form of a pill, of the tincture, from 1 half to a 1 teaspoonful. Yellow semper The root is the part used, this is a valuable remedy in various diseases when associated with restlessness and a determination of the blood to the brain, also in the neuralgia. Dose of the fluid extract, three to eight drops, of the concentrated principle, one one fourth to one grain. The use of this drug by non-professional persons should be attended with great caution. Valerian valeriana officinalis. The root is the part used. Valerian is an effective remedy in cases of nervousness and restlessness. Dose of the infusion. One half ounce to a pint of water, one half ounce, of the tincture. One half two to tablespoonfuls, of the ammoniated tincture of valerian. From one half two to teaspoonfuls in sweetened water or milk, of the valerianate of ammonia. One half to three grains. Yellow lady slipper cypripedium pubescens. The root is the part used. This is a full remedy in hysteria, chorea, and all cases of irritability. Dose of the powder, fifteen to thirty grains of the infusion, one ounce of the fluid extract, fifteen to thirty drops of the concentrated principle. cypripedine, one half to two grains. Wild Mandioscoria villosa. The root is the part used. This is a powerful antispasmodic and has been successfully used in bilious colic, nausea, and spasm of the bowels. Dose of the infusion, two ounces to a pint of water. One to two ounces of the fluid extract. Five to fifteen drops of the concentrated principle, Dioscorin, one half to a one grain. High cranberry Viburnum opulis, The bark is the part used. It is also known as cramp bark. This is a powerful antispasmodic and is effective in relaxing spasms of all kinds. It is a valuable agent in threatened abortion. Dose of the infusion, one half to a one ounce of the fluid extract, one half to a one teaspoonful of the concentrated principle, Viburnin one-half to two grains. These doses may be increased if necessary. Astringents. Astringents are medicines which condense and coagulate the tissues, thereby arresting discharges. When taken into the mouth, they produce the sensation known as puckering. They are used internally and locally. The term styptic is used as a synonym of astringent, but is generally employed to designate those astringents which arrest hemorrhage or bleeding. Logwood hematoxylon campeachionum. Logwood is a mild astringent, well adapted to a remedy the relaxed condition of the bowels after cholera infantum. Dose of powdered extract, 5 to 10 grains, of the decoction, 1 ounce, of the fluid extract, 15 to 30 drops, blackberry root rubus velocious, this astringent is a favorite, domestic remedy in affections of the bowels, dose of the infusion bruised root, 1 half to 1 ounce, sweetened, which hazel chamomiles virginica. The parts used are the leaves and bark. This is a most valuable astringent and exerts a specific action upon the nervous system. It arrests many forms of uterine hemorrhage with great promptness, is a valuable agent in the treatment of piles, and is full in many forms of chronic throat and bronchial affections. Dose of the infusion, one-fourth to a one-half ounce, of the fluid extract, eight to fifteen grains, of the concentrated principle, one one-fourth to a one grain. CRA and L. L. geranium maculatum. The root is used. This plant is also known as crowfoot and spotted geranium. It is a pleasant but powerful astringent. Dose of the fluid extract 10 to 30 drops of the concentrated principle. Geranin: 1 due to 2 grains. Hardhack spirea tomentosa, spirea, or meadow sweet. The stem and leaves are used. It is a tonic and an astringent and is used in diarrhea and cholera infantum. Dose of the infusion, one half to a one ounce, of the fluid extract, three to six drops, bugle weed glycopus virginicus, this is variously known as water whorehound and water bugle, it is sedative and tonic, as well as astringent, and is employed in hemorrhages and in incipient phthisis. dose of the infusion, one to two ounces, of the fluid extract, fifteen to twenty-five drops, of the concentrated principle, lycopene, one half to a one grain, Canada fleabane erigeron canadensis the leaves and flowers are used this plant sometimes known as Colts tail prideweed or butterweed is astringent and has been efficiently employed in uterine hemorrhages dose of the infusion 2 ounces of the herb to 1 pint of water 1 to 2 ounces of the oil 5 to 10 drops on sugar repeated at intervals of from 1 to 4 hours cadiach acacia catachu a tincture of this plant is a pure powerful astringent, and is especially full in chronic diarrhea, chronic catarrh, and chronic dysentery. Dose of the powder, 5 to 20 grains, of the tincture, 1 half 2 to to teaspoonfuls, Tannin acidum, Tannicum, Basay.